thank God for. And then we're going to ask our pastor, Gloria, to come forth. And she's going forth with a word from the Lord this morning. Amen. Amen. She has a word from the Lord, and we thank God for her. Amen. Come on and point your hand this way. Point your hand this way. Say, Lord, use your woman servant on this day. Come on and give God a hand, praise. Praise the Lord, everybody. Praise the Lord, everybody. Amen. There's a song that's been ringing in my heart. I need the oh, I need thee every today to bless you. I need the oh, I need thee every hour. I need thee. Oh, bless me now, my Savior.
Yes, Lord. Oh, you made a way. God, hallelujah, glory be to God, hallelujah, we worship your Lord, we honor your presence in this house, Father, hallelujah, glory be to God, hallelujah, we come into your house, oh God, just to sing praises unto you, God, we come into your house to worship you, God, we come into your house to hear a word, oh God, oh God, I ask that you are here right now, oh God, to bless those that are here, oh God, touch the hearts, Touch their minds, oh God, in the name of Jesus. Oh God, they're not here by accident, oh God, but they are here because you have a word just for them, God. I pray that I will decrease and you may increase even now in the name of Jesus. So all glory and honor goes to you, hallelujah. And when they leave this place, they will say hallelujah that God was here, he healed, he delivered, and he set free in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. We worship your Lord. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Oh, we magnify your Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Bless his holy name. You may be seated. <clears throat> Hallelujah. Glory be to God. There's nothing like the presence of the Lord. Amen. There's nothing like the presence of the Lord. Hallelujah. I wouldn't trade it for nothing in the world. In his presence is fullness of joy. In his presence, he gives us peace that passeth all understanding. In his presence, hallelujah, he heals our broken hearts. Is all in the presence of the Lord. Hallelujah, glory be to God. Well, it's good to be here today to stand before you. I honor my husband, Bishop Troy. Hallelujah. I honor assistant pastor. Lee, I honor Evangelist Hargett, our Deacon Nick and Deacon Nico, amen, and all those that are here today, God bless you. It's good to see your face, amen, and God bless you, my brother. I don't believe we got your name today. God bless you, amen. Have you been here before? Oh, God bless you. It's good to have you here again, amen. God bless you, amen. God bless you. Amen. God has a blessing just for you. You're not here by accident. Amen. He has you in mind. Amen. God bless you. Amen. If you have your Bible, amen. We have a few scriptures that we're going to read. Amen. Amen. I pray that each and every one had a victorious fast week. Amen. Being in the presence of the Lord, denying our flesh, denying our cravings, denying our desires. Amen. That God may be glorified. You know, when we fast, amen, it magnifies the prayer life. 
Amen? Because when you're there and you're desiring something that you know that you normally would have, like your coffee or your tea, or that favorite chocolate bar, and you want to go reach for it, and you know that you can't, (laughs) and that you shouldn't, amen, you have to immediately go into prayer and ask God to give you strength and say, God, I need more of you. I need more of you. Amen. But you know what? When you do that, you can feel that desire and that crave cancel out. Amen. As you pull on the Lord. Amen. It's good. It's good to be in his presence. Amen. We have a few scriptures here today. Amen. Not much here. Amen. Our first is going to be Matthew 6. Amen. Thank God for his word. No need to stand this morning. We'll be in Matthew 6, verses 31 through 34. Romans 14, verse 23. And then we'll be in 2 Chronicles, the chapter 20. And we're going to jump around there, so when we get there, I'll let you know what verses we're reading. Amen. Matthew 6, 31 through 34, Romans 14, 23, and then 2 Chronicles chapter 20. Amen? Amen. Matthew 6 at 31 says, Therefore, take no thought, saying, What shall we eat? Or what shall we drink? Or wherewithal shall we be clothed? For after all these things do the Gentiles seek. For your heavenly Father knoweth that ye have need of all these things. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all these things shall be added unto you. Amen. Going to Romans 14. Amen. And verse 23, it says, And he that doubteth is damned if he eat, because he eateth not of faith. But whatsoever is not of faith is sin. Amen? For whatsoever is not of faith is sin. Amen. Second Chronicles, aside from the Shunammite woman, Second Chronicles is another favorite story in the Bible about Jehoshaphat in chapter 20 that always blesses my soul. I can read it every day. And never get tired of it. It's like a good movie, you know, you want to watch all the time. But this chapter 20, it just encourages your heart to see how God intervenes for his people. It just blows my mind every time I read it. Amen? Second Chronicles chapter 20. Amen. We're going to begin at 3. We're going to go 3 through 4, then 12 through 27, and then jump to verse 30. I don't want Bishop to get upset with me for reading a straight 30 verses. Amen. Amen. Thank God for his word. Amen. Second Chronicles chapter 20, starting at verse 3. And Jehoshaphat feared and set himself to seek the Lord. 
and proclaimed a fast throughout all Judah. And Judah gathered themselves together to ask help of the Lord. Even out of all the cities of Judah, they came to seek the Lord. Amen? Verse 12. O our God, will thou not judge them? For we have no might against this great company that cometh against us. Neither know we what to do, but our eyes are upon thee. And all Judah stood before the Lord with their little ones, their wives, and their children. Then upon Jehaziel, son of Zechariah, the son of Benaiah, the son of Jael, the son of Mattaniah, a Levite of the sons of Asaph, came the Spirit of the Lord in the midst of the congregation. And he said, Hearken ye, O Judah, and ye inhabitants of Jerusalem, and thou King Jehoshaphat, thus saith the Lord unto you, Be not afraid, nor dismayed, by reason of this great multitude, for the battle is not yours, but God's. Tomorrow go ye down against them, Behold, they came up by the cliff of Ziz, and he shall find them at the end of the brook before the wilderness of Jeruel. Ye shall not need to fight in this battle. Set yourselves, stand ye still, and see the salvation of the Lord with you, O Judah and Jerusalem. Fear not, nor be dismayed. Tomorrow go out against them, for the Lord will be with you. And Jehoshaphat bowed his head with his face to the ground, and all Judah and the inhabitants of Jerusalem fell before the Lord, worshiping the Lord. Amen? Continuing. And the Levites of the children of the Kothasites, of the children of Korhites, stood up to praise the Lord, God of Israel, with a loud voice on high. Amen? And they rose early in the morning and went forth into the wilderness of Tekoa. And as they went forth, Jehoshaphat stood and said, Hear ye, O Judah, and ye inhabitants of Jerusalem. Believe in the Lord your God, so shall ye be established. Believe his prophets, so shall ye prosper. And when he had consulted with the people, he appointed singers unto the Lord, and that should praise the beauty of holiness. As they went out before the army, and to say, praise the Lord, for his mercy endureth forever. And when they begin to sing and to praise the Lord, no, sorry, and when they begin to sing and to praise, the Lord set ambushments against the children of Ammon, Moab, and Mount Seir, which were come against Judah, and they were smitten. For the children of Ammon and Moab stood up against the inhabitants of Mount Seir, utterly to slay and destroy them. And when they had made an end of inhabitants of Seir, every one helped to destroy another. And when Judah came toward the watchtower in the wilderness, they looked unto the multitude, and behold, there were dead bodies falling to the earth, and none escaped. And when Jehoshaphat and his people came to take away the spoil of them, they found among them in abundance 
both riches with the dead bodies and precious jewels which they stripped off for themselves, more than they could carry away. And they were three days in gathering of the spoil. It was so much. Somebody say, what a mighty God we serve. And on the fourth day, they assembled themselves in the valley of Barakah. For there they blessed the Lord. Therefore, the name of the same place was called the valley of Barakah until this day. Then they returned every man of Judah and Jerusalem and Jehoshaphat in the forefront of them to go again to Jerusalem with joy, for the Lord had made them to rejoice over their enemies. Amen. Let's just give a hand clap where the Lord had a blessing to the reading of his word. Amen. Amen. The thought for today is, I am a free worshiper. Amen. I am a free worshiper. When someone is free, they're not under the control or in the power of another. They are released from captivity. And every time the worship team sings the song, I am a free worshiper, it just causes me to lift my hands up and my eyes get full of water because I, not, I remember not always being a free worshiper. But one of the things that I always remember is that Christ went to the cross to set us free. And whom the Son sets free is free indeed. And all we have to do is receive that freedom. We are no longer bound. No more chains are holding us. We can lift our hands. We can worship in our lifestyle. We can go beyond the veil. We can call upon the Lord because the way has already been made. We are a free worshiper. It is the enemy's job to make us feel like we are bound. It is the enemy's job to make us feel like we have no place to lift our hands to worship because we're not perfect. Amen. And every time we can go to the Father and ask for forgiveness and it goes into the sea of forgetfulness, we can continue on as a free worshiper. God never looked for anyone to be perfect. All he wanted was for someone to love sincerely from their heart, to worship in spirit and in truth. And when you go before him and ask for forgiveness, then you need to move forward in faith knowing that you you are a free worshiper. Never let anyone steal your praise. Never let anyone steal your dance. Never let anyone tell you that you are not a conqueror because you are greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. Therefore, I am a free worshiper. You are a free worshiper. So worship the Lord your God that has set you free and believe it and receive it in Jesus' name. I am a free worshiper. I take that personal. Amen. And you should too. Let the world know I am free. I am free. Praise the Lord. I'm free. Hallelujah. Bless the name of Jesus. Our challenge today is place it in the master's hand. A master is a lord, a ruler, someone in control that has supreme 
dominion. And our master is our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. So many times we carry so much. Amen? And at those times, we don't always feel like a free worshiper because we carry so much in our hearts. We ponder so much in our minds. But today, I want us to take the challenge of placing whatever it is that consumes your mind in the master's hands. See, a lot of times when we don't place things in the master's hands, a lot of times we want control. See, but God is in control of everything that goes on in our life. See, there's some things that we just can't control, Mother Mercedes. I can't control all the time where my children go. I can't control if my finances are not the way I want them to be. I can't control when ailment may rise up in my body. I can't control how people are. We can't change anyone, for that is a job for God. So we have to understand that we have to place it in the master's hand. He knows what we need. He knows how to work it out. So many times we try and make a mess out of things. But if we would just trust God and place it in his hands, he's the powerful one. He knows what's best for us. And guess what, people of God? He knows just how to work it out on our behalf. That's why he's our master. Amen? The topic. I know my women are gonna smile. Don't worry. Worship. And I added a piece to it. And watch God work. Don't worry. Worship. And watch. God, work. We had this theme for our women's conference. And ever since we had the theme, it hasn't left my spirit, Evangelist Hargett. It's forever on my mind. I'm forever confessing it out of my mouth. Because every day, something occurs that can cause worry to rise up. And worry is one of those emotions that, you know, it just shows its face without consent. And worry is one of those emotions that we overlook, but we don't realize that worrying is a sin. It is a sin because anything that's not faith is sin. And a lot of times we look at sin as being the extraordinary things. Oh, you know, he's sleeping with this one and he's supposed to be saved. He's sinning. Oh, he's over here doing that and he's, he's supposed to be saved. But sin is sin, people of God. And a lot of times we like to label what sin that God truly does not approve and what sin God is going to allow me to have. But truth be told, sin is sin. That's just how it is. And we have to understand that even emotions that we go through is sin. Emotions have no intellect of their own, people of God. Emotions are all stemmed from our thought life. We could think thoughts of fear, and immediately we feel fear. We can have thoughts of anger, and immediately we feel anger. We can have thoughts of worry, 
and immediately we're worrying because emotions, they have no intellect. They stem off our thought life. And our thoughts are the most powerful thing, people of God, that we have that causes us to either go astray or causes us to stay on the straight and narrow. See, the mind is very, very powerful. And unless we truly understand how powerful the mind is, we will never understand why we cannot entertain thoughts that the enemy brings into our minds. Amen? Amen. Look, when we begin to worry, we cause a lot of ailment in our bodies. It affects our health. It affects, it gives us palpitation. Been there, amen? It'll give us migraines, headaches, ulcers, you name it, people of God. And the list goes on and on just from the emotion of worrying. And worrying now feeds into fear. And they are counterparts, amen? So worry brings us to fear. Guess what? Fear brings us into a place of worrying. And both fear and worrying is of sin because guess what? It's not of faith. So therefore, it is sin. And the Bible tells us that fear has torment. So if fear has torment, then faith can't work. And if faith can't work, people of God, we are not pleasing God. So therefore, we have to watch our worrisome place. And when we feel it rise up, we need to worship and watch God work. God can't work if we're not worshiping. If we're going to worry, then worry yourself to death. But if we're going to worship, then don't worry. Because the two can't live in this body. And let me tell you, people of God, it's not the fact that we're never going to feel worry. Sure, we'll feel worry. But when we feel it, immediately turn to God's word and redirect that thought. I'm telling you, we take ourselves on highs and lows all up here in our minds. Amen? Look, worrying happens when we assume responsibility that God never intended for us to have. We take on these things that is a job for God. The Bible says, cast your cares upon him, look, and he will sustain us. Look, he'll never let the righteous fall. And I've been reciting this verse and reciting this verse. I'm like, oh my God, this is powerful. You mean to tell me if I give you the very things that's been pondering my mind, the things that's bringing me to a place of worry, if I leave it in your hands, you're going to sustain me, protect me, keep me, cover me, watch over me? Because you're not going to let the righteous fall. The righteous, who are the righteous people of God? Who are the righteous? Oh, okay, I was getting scared for a moment. Oh. Okay, I was about to say only evangelist Hargit is the righteous? Lord, have mercy. The righteous, those that are in right standing with God. So if you know you're in right standing with God, then you ought to say, I am the righteous. And God will sustain me. Amen? We've read a part of Matthew 
where the Bible says that we should not take any thoughts. Amen? Thought of those things that consume our minds. For our Heavenly Father knows that we have need of them. He knows we have to eat. He knows we have to pay our bills. He knows we have to clothe ourselves. And when things, our finances, they run short, it causes us to panic. Because we're looking at it. And we're saying, God, I don't know how. I don't know how. The bill is 1500 God. I only have 500 And God's saying that he is Jehovah Jireh. He is our provider. And he knows that we have need of things in our life. So when we allow our minds to focus on that so much so that we are so consumed that we can't worship, that's when it becomes sin. Because now we have, guess what, eliminated God out of the problem. Making the problem bigger than our God. And anytime we make a problem bigger than our God, we have sinned. God's saying, take no thought for tomorrow. Tomorrow has enough problems of themselves. I mean, I got to deal with today. Why do I want to put myself and my emotions and my mind on what's going to happen tomorrow? That's a trick of the enemy to distract us so we don't have focus, so we can't think straight, so we can't pray. Have you ever felt so weighed down, so heavy, that you couldn't even want to look at the Bible? You didn't even want to get on your knees and pray because you just felt like, God, I can't even, I can't even make a connection right now. God, I, I don't even know what to say right now. I'm so burdened down. I don't know where to turn. I don't know who to call. But God, I don't know what to do. Have you ever been there? Have you ever been there, people of God? And then what do we do? What do we do when we get to that place? We ought to call on the name of Jesus. Or do we sit there and just worry ourselves to death? Do we sit there and question God? Do we sit there and wonder if he's able to do exceedingly and abundantly above all that we can ever ask or think according to the power that worketh in us? See, we, we, we leave out that peace according to the power that worketh in us. It's not that God's not able. It's not that he can't do it. But the question is, is the power working in us? And that only comes by knowing whether or not we are a true worshiper. Are we a true worshiper? And that brings us to worship. Worship is what? It's a heartfelt expression of love, adoration, and reverence towards God. See, when we worship, it's very different than when we praise. Worship is heartfelt. It takes a person to worship that truly has an intimate relationship with God. A person who has given of themselves to God. Anybody can praise God. Someone can come right off the street right now, get in here and praise God. Sure they can, but to truly worship in your lifestyle, in the things that we touch, in the places that we go, in the thoughts that we have, that's worship. Because it's in spirit 
and it's in truth. Now, what does it mean when it says it's in spirit? When we worship in spirit, the Bible says, let me read it, John 4 and 24, God is a spirit, and they that worship him must, 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 must worship him in spirit and in truth. Look, it involves loving him with the heart, the soul, the mind, and all of your strength. Look, in the spirit, we worship giving our total selves to God. It is a passion and an intimate relationship. That's when we're worshiping in spirit. See, a worshiper is going to worship. Just like people say, you know, a hater hates. A worshiper will worship. See, that's why you can't always say when someone's just standing and looking whether or not in the service they're getting into worship. Because see, a worship unto God, no one even has to know that you're worshiping because it's from your heart to God. It could be on your, a thought in your mind that you're sitting there looking at the praisers and you're going and the worship singers and you're just looking, thinking on his goodness. Right there, you're worshiping. Right there, your heart is remembering all that God has done for you. I can't, t- I can't praise God at my desk. I can't do that because I'm on work time, but I can worship. And many times I sit right there and my mind is meditating on the word and it's a heartfelt. I've had tears come in my eyes as I was thinking on the goodness of Jesus as my attitude was being tested and I said, no, Lord, I can't go that way. That's not pleasing to you. And I begin to think about him and say, okay, I'm going to leave this with you. And I begin to think about how he just gets me through the day. That's worship. That's worship. That's a true worshiper. Amen? Amen. Look, when we worship in truth, spirit and in truth, we we must have knowledge of the God we worship. Look, the more we know, the more we will appreciate him. See, that's where the truth comes in at. Because you have to know God and his character in order to truly have a heart that's devoted to him in worship. See, you, you, you just can't say, yeah, I worship God in spirit and in truth, but you don't know your God. You don't know what he's capable of doing. You don't know what he will do. But you got to know him. We've got to spend time in his word and get to know what he says about our situation. To get to know how the ability that he has to work it out. And then trust that he will do it. That's worshiping in spirit with your heart, yourselves, your mind, your innermost being, and in truth. Because you know your God. Now, that's worshiping in spirit and in truth. Look, and then when we begin to worship him, guess what? He begins to work. That's the type of God we serve. When we begin to worship and we begin to allow our minds to remember what God can do, he begins to heal our bodies. He begins to bring deliverance in our lives. Look, he begins to fight on our behalf. It's when we worship. 
It's when we worship. There's been times at home or even on the job, you know, and I'm sure we all can attest to this. You go through things. You feel elements in your body. You get news that just messes up your day. You have to go into your secret closet. Many times I'll be like, babe, I, I, I gotta, gotta go see the man. I gotta spend some time right now because I don't like the way I'm feeling. See, if you know you're feeling some kind of way, why stay there? Why stay in that place of anger? Why stay in that place of misery? No, do something about it. You have a God that's there where you can cast your cares. So why not cast your cares? Because he cares for us. And as we get into the place of worship, I sometimes I just, I just sit in his presence and I just sit there. And I think about the Lord and all he's done and where he's brought me from and how different situations he worked out. And then my mind begins to remember, well, God, if you did that, you'll do this. And as I sit there and I worship, all of a sudden, I can feel a praise that want to just bubble on out of you. See, your worship can bring you to your praise. Come on here. Does anybody know? Has anybody experienced this? How your worship brings you into a hallelujah? Because you don't always feel like a hallelujah. You don't always feel like praising God. But when the worship comes on in, it brings out that hallelujah. It brings out God, you're able. It brings out God, I trust you. That worship brings us into our praise. When we were reading about Jehoshaphat, we know that he was the fourth king, amen, during the time that the kingdoms were separated. And we know that he was a fine king, a devoted king. And we know that there was a battle coming towards his direction, amen, to conquer all of Judah. Jehoshaphat tore down all the pagan worshipers and idols in the nation around him. He sent Levites and priests out to go and tell them to stop the idol worshiping. But Jehoshaphat was about to be confronted with this battle. And in this battle, he looked at it and said, God, there's so many of them. I really don't know what we're going to do. But when he was told that the battle was coming and he was going to be under attack, Jehoshaphat feared. Bad news, you're about to be attacked. Jehoshaphat feared. And don't we all fear sometimes? We all fear sometimes. We get the bad news or we hear something. But what did Jehoshaphat do when he heard about the battle? Look, he immediately set himself to seek the Lord. Look, when we get bad news, when we get a pink slip, look, when we have family problems, marital problems, ailment in the body, one thing after another, instead of kicking into a place of complaining, why don't we just seek the Lord? Psalms tells us that I sought the Lord and he heard me and he delivered me from all of my fear. So if David sought the Lord, and the Lord heard him and delivered him from all of his fear, then why are we carrying all this stuff? Seek the Lord. He's going to hear us, and he's going to deliver us. 
of all of our fear, all of our troubles, all those things that concern us. He is able and he will do it. Look, in the prayer that we didn't read, Jehoshaphat had a cry of deliverance. And in that prayer, look, in that prayer, he begins to remind himself of all that God had done. He reminded God of who he was and the power that he has. And see, when we go into prayer, people of God, it's important that we pray God's word. It's important that we remind him how powerful he is, how great he is. Remind him of all the things he's already done, where he's bringing us to. Because that helps us get our mind in that place. And the reason why Jehoshaphat had to seek the Lord, because it said he feared first. He had to do something with that emotion of fear that was bringing him to a place of worry. God don't want us in that place. When we're in that place, we can't hear properly. We can't think properly. We're confused. We may even forget that we are a man and woman of God. It attacks our character. We may act out of character. So at this time, we have to seek God. And that's just what Jehoshaphat did. Look, in verse 12, it said he was desperate. It says, our eyes are upon thee. Look, I'm telling you right now, if I were to look at everything that I see going on today and be distracted by it, it would take the best of me and keep me in a place of worry. But when Jehoshaphat said, my eyes are upon thee, he was saying, my focus, my heart, my mind is upon you, Lord, because I truly don't know what to do. And that's the place that God wants us to be, because we can't control everything, people of God. And when we can't control it, guess what? We get fearful. We get worried because, you know, I I tried this, it didn't work. I tried that, it didn't work. I tried to get alone, that didn't work. I tried to go over here, this didn't work. I tried to take all these herbals. I tried to drink some health juice. I tried to do this for my joints. I tried to get injection shots. I tried to see the doctor. I have no more money now. That's what happens. We try everything. I just told my daughter the other day on the phone, I said, Latoya, I'm at a place now. I said, well, I'm just going to keep my eyes on Jesus because I'm going to the back disease doctor. I went to the restructive orthopedic. I went to the orthopedic, and they're telling me the same thing, but I know what I feel in my body. So I'm saying, well, God, you know what? This is a job for you. I'm done with the doctor because they can't seem to put their finger on it. I'm done with all of this. It's just... I'm tired. Enough is enough. I'm tired. So now my eyes is on you. So I was speaking to myself. I said, body in the name of Jesus. You come under subjection to the word of God right now. I said, God sent his word and he healed me. And by his stripes, I am made healed. And immediately my flesh said, well, well, be careful what you say because the enemy hear you. And he going to now attack your body once again. That was the first thought that came to my mind. I said, and I will repeat the word of God again over my body. Just like we have to take a pill every day, I will continue 
to repeat the word of God over my body. Do I feel the way I want to feel? No, I don't. Yesterday, was I at a limp? Yes, I was limping. Was my back throbbing? Yes, it was. Yes. But I'm here today by the grace of God, standing on his word. In the name of Jesus, my eyes is upon him. My eyes are upon him, my focus. And that's what Jehoshaphat had to do. Look, in order for us to keep our eyes on God, when we say that and we tell the Lord that, we're opening up the door for God now to work. See, that's how we do it. He sees how desperate we are, right? Then we begin to worship him. And now the door opens up and he goes, okay, my son really needs me now. I'm going to take care of that problem. My daughter really surrenders into me now. I'm going to take care of that healing in her body because he sees how desperate we are. There's no place of doubting. There's no place of not trusting because our eyes is on God. And Jehoshaphat was in that place. Look, he says in the spirit, the Lord showed up and sends a word through the prophet. Look, in the midst of that prayer, in the midst of the prayer, the prophet, the spirit of the Lord shows up. Have you ever been in prayer, people of God? Now, this is like, wow. Have you ever been in prayer? And no sooner than you get up off your knees, God has given you the instruction or he has shown you what you need to do in order to take care of whatever you are consumed with or faced with. That is a mighty God. I have been in prayer, and in the prayer, the Lord showed me what I need to do. I wake up and I go, oh my God, I never saw it. But Lord, you done showed me what I need to do. Now it's up to me to walk according to what he showed me. Because if I don't, if I don't, it doesn't mean that God's word wasn't true. This is why whenever I hear prophecy come across people of God, Listen to this. Whenever I hear prophecy come across, I always say prophecy is nothing but words. Unless you truly take that prophecy and now you act upon it because faith without works is dead. Unless you truly act upon those prophetic words that someone gives you, you will never see the manifestation of it coming uh, alive in your life. You'll never ever see it. And it doesn't mean that the prophecy wasn't from God. What it means is that you did not take a step of faith and allow those prophetic words to go to life so that you can see how great your God is. Because his, his word is yea and amen and he cannot lie. So if you hear prof- prophecy and you just and go on and never do anything it doesn't mean that God's word was not true. When, the, when we were about to purchase this church, I'll never forget it, and people had prophetic words, prophetic words, oh, there's a church with your name signed and sealed on it. Oh, Pastor Wendy was one, another pastor said this, and all, all, all. And then I said to myself, I said, okay, well, my God, where's the church? But if my bishop, loving, dear husband would have never taken a leap of faith, guess what, people of God? we will still be in Belmont. But does that mean that this church wasn't here for us? No. It just means that we didn't act on those prophetic words that were spoken to us. 
because we didn't truly believe that God could bless us with a building when you have no finance. You see what I'm saying? But when we truly trust God and we don't worry and worship and act upon his word, guess what? God works. God works. Every time I walk into this church, sometimes I'm amazed because I says, oh my God, this is you. This is you. Deacon Nico may have not been here today, but God said you should not live and not die. What if he would have accepted death? No, we told death to behave. Therefore, Nico is here. In Jesus' name. This is how we respond to God. And many times when we respond to God, we respond to God in a natural way. And God does not want us responding in an emotional, natural way. We must respond to God in a spiritual way because he is a spiritual being. Therefore, we worship in spirit and in truth. That's the type of God we serve. That's how we get results. That's how we see bodies healed. That's how we see him shift the atmosphere. That's how we see breakthrough in our lives. That's how we feel free in our spirits. It's when we walk in faith that knowing that God is able, knowing that he's able, not maybe God is able, Perhaps he's not loving me today. Maybe he didn't hear my prayer. Sure he heard your prayer. Seek the Lord. He will hear us. He will not let the righteous fall. In Jesus' name. So the prophet comes in the midst of that prayer and gives a word unto Jehoshaphat. Look, if we turn to Jesus, he will give us a word to lift us up and out of our worrisome place. The prophet showed up. He spoke a word and let him to know, be not afraid. See, that's what I love about God. Because God will know just the place that we're at at that time, even if we're angry, you know. He knows that we're going to go through our emotional little tantrums. He knows this, but he always comes right at it. Be not afraid. He says, be not afraid. Don't be dismayed. You need not fight in this battle. And then what I love about it is immediately Jehoshaphat, what did he do, people of God? See, for every action, there's a reaction. For every word that the Lord gives us, now that's our time to do something with the word that he gives us. Why in God's name do we want to hear God's word and think there's nothing that we as people of God are supposed to do? Why do we do this, people of God? And then it's the same old... Year after year after year after year. But look at ourselves. It does not, this church thing don't work. I can't stand that. That was back in the Bible days. This is the modern day. What does that mean? Our God is the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. His word has not changed. This is the oldest book alive. If he did it then, he'll do it now. So please, we have to look at ourselves and examine how are we responding to the word of God or if we're even responding to the word of God because we've become so complacent and calm.
uncomfortable and sorry to say routine. This is Sunday. Church is what I do. Tomorrow is Monday. This is who I am on Monday. I read my scripture on Sunday. I don't pick up my Bible no more until the next Sunday. Come on, people of God. We have to come to a level of maturity and do things differently so we can see different results in our lives. And that's in everything. Handle your marriage in the same old way, you're going to have a same old marriage. Handle your health the same old way, you're going to have an unhealthy life. Handle your church the same old way, and the seats will continue to be empty. Whatever we do, we got to do things differently to get results. Shame on us if we think if we do things the same way, that God's going to bless us in a different way. Come on, people of God. I'm preaching to myself too. Yes, I am. Yes, I am. I was telling my husband, I said, I want the Lord to teach me to be frugal. <laughs> Watch my spending. Do, don't spend if I don't need to. You know, I want to prepare for retirement. You know, I should be storing up, not being cheap and not giving to God. No, but if I don't need it, don't buy it. Watch my spending. I don't need a second job. I need to manage my money. You know, do things differently. Do it differently so we can get different results, people of God. Do it differently. In the name of Jesus. Do things differently. Don't, don't, look, ask God to show you in your life as I'm sure asking God to show me in my life. Where do I need to change? Where is change needed, Lord? Where is it needed? Is it the way I talk? Is it the way I speak? Is it the way that I think? Is it the way that I do things? Because it becomes a habit. It becomes our character. And God's saying, no, 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 no. We are new creatures. All things are passed away. Behold, all things should be becoming new people of God. Take them one at a time and do things differently. Please, whoever this is for. In the name of Jesus. So we can see this church packed out. So we can get the upstairs open. We got to do it differently. In Jesus' name. Oh, my God. Help us, Jesus. Help us, Lord. So in verse 16 and 17, it says, you need not fight in this battle. Now, to some, they may sound strange. You need not fight in this battle? This army is coming to attack me, and you're telling me I need not have a weapon, a bow and arrow, or I need not fight in this battle? Look, all I need you to do is three things. People of God, you need not worry your brains anymore. You need not stress yourself out anymore. You need not walk in fear any more. All I want to do, all we need to do, look, is set ourselves. Prepare your mind. Prepare your heart. Look, all those things that we've been praying about, all those prayers we have given to the Lord, all the tears we don't cry. Look, now prepare your heart 
and prepare your mind. I want you to walk in expectation. Amen? I want you to always be looking to see how God is working it out. Prepare your heart. Prepare your mind. Next, I want you to stand still. Look, I don't want your hands in it anymore. Stand still. Don't make a move. I know it's taking a while. Wait on the Lord. Be of good courage. And he will strengthen thine heart. Wait, I say, on the Lord. Because if you take another loan out, you got to pay those people back. And now you're further in debt. Wait on the Lord. Be of good courage. And he is going to strengthen your heart. Don't make a move. Then I want you to see the salvation, look, of the Lord. I just want you to watch. Look, God work. I want you to watch how he's going to turn it around. I want you to watch how that check comes in the mail that you didn't think was coming. I want you to watch how you go back to the doctor and get a different report. I want you to watch how healing will rush through your body. Watch how that husband that couldn't hear your voice all of a sudden shows a simp of humbleness and he can hear your voice. Watch how that wife doesn't have you on the rooftop anymore, but you want to be home right there with her in conversation. Watch how God saves your children and you didn't even know when and how that was going to happen. Watch how God caused family to be reunited and you thought there was no way out. All I need us to do is to watch, stand still, and see the salvation of the Lord. Because when we get out of it, God gets in it. When we step back, God steps forward. Watch. This is for somebody in the name of Jesus. This is for someone today. Don't worry. Just worship and watch God work. And you're going to come in and have a testimony that's going to bless many. But sometimes we just want things too fast. So we're going to watch. We're going to use our spiritual weapons. So what did Jehoshaphat do? He told his, his singers and praises, you take this side, I'll take that side, and we're going to do just what the prophet said. He said, believe ye in the name of the Lord. Believe ye in the name of the Lord. He had to let them know, believe ye in the name of the Lord. Isn't that what Jesus told Martha? When she was questioning, well, God, how come you wasn't here for Lazarus? My brother died. What did he say? He said, believe in the name of the Lord. Didn't I say if you believe, you will see the glory of God? If you believe, we will see the glory of God. So Jehoshaphat had to tell Judah, look, believe ye in the name of the Lord. In other words, we're going to do just what we were told. We're going to do it just how the prophet said, how the spirit of the Lord came in here. See, many times, people of God, I'm going to keep it real, and I'm going to get it to the, uh, and, and give you the, 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 well, let me just give it to you. <laughs> I'm getting excited. This word is rich. 
Bless my heart. I hope y'all praying for me because I am blessed. Woo, bless you, Jesus, because this word is all to your glory and honor. I believe lives are going to change after today. They're going to fall in the presence of the Lord. They're going to worship. They're not going to worry. They're going to watch God work. They're going to let God be God in their lives, and they're going to have a testimony. Because in today, we need to have a testimony. Where are the testimonies that God healed my body? Where is the testimony that God increased my finance? Where is the testimony that God provided for me? We need a testimony. The Bible says they overcame by the words of their testimony. We need to hear someone say, yes, God worked it out. Because it encourages us. Bless the wonderful name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. He bowed his head and he worshiped. Look, he put people in their position. Lord, have mercy. He told them, look, you take this side, I'll take this side. And we're going to start this march towards our enemy. And as they begin to march in the midst of the crisis. Look, people of God, sometimes we want to wait till the trouble is over. But how many of us know that even in the midst of the trouble, we got to sing, we got to worship, we got to praise. We don't have to wait till it's over. We do it now. Hallelujah. Though I walk in the midst of trouble, he will revive me. He will stretch forth his hand against the wrath of my enemies and his right hand is going to save me. Hallelujah. Glory. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Look, don't wait till the battle is over. Shout now. Don't wait till the pain is over. Praise him now. Don't wait. Hallelujah. Till the doctor says you're healed. Praise him for it now. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Oh, bless the wonderful name of Jesus. That's what we have to do. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. We want to wait and see if God's going to come through. No, praise him now. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. I praise him for my boys now. Hallelujah. I said, TJ, you're the preacher. Isaiah, you're the prophet. I'm praising for it now. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Oh, bless the wonderful name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And as they begin to sing their songs of praise, hallelujah, and as they begin to lift their voice and they had their minds focused on the Lord, Jehoshaphat begins to look around and the Lord sent ambushment across all the attacks of the enemies, hallelujah, and they were just dropping, hallelujah, and no harm came toward them, oh my God and my Savior, and that's how we have to respond, hallelujah, they used their weapon of praise, they used their weapon of worship, they used their weapon of prayer, hallelujah, and they walked according, hallelujah, to what God told them to do. Oh, bless the wonderful name of Jesus. And that's what God wants us to do. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Follow the instructions. Hallelujah. Believe his word. Prepare your heart and mind. Because God's turning some things around, people of God. Hallelujah. Oh, my God. It hasn't been released just yet because he needs you to worship. Hallelujah. He needs you to get your hands out of it. Hallelujah. He needs you to call upon his name. Hallelujah. He needs to see that you are desperate. 
Oh, bless the wonderful name of Jesus. Oh, bless his holy name. Oh, that we're desperate for him. Hallelujah. Our eyes are fixed upon him. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. We go in our closet and we cry out, Abba, Father. Oh, bless the wonderful name of Jesus. And he hears us. Hallelujah. And then my mind remembers that many are the afflicted of the righteous. But God delivers us from them all. And then I say, I've never seen the righteous forsaken. Nor his seed begging bread. And then I say, God, I know you're with me. God, I know you'll provide for me. God, you see my faith. You see, my hope is in you. Hallelujah. God, I can't do this without you. God, I'm tired. I'm burnt out. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. But in my weakness, your strength is made perfect. Oh, bless the wonderful name of Jesus. Oh, we bless you, Lord. Hallelujah. So then I worship you, Lord. I'll bow down before you, Lord. I'll give it to you, Lord. Hallelujah. Because you're going to work it out. Oh, glory be to God. Hallelujah. Oh, the days are growing more wicked every day. Hallelujah. Oh, bless the wonderful name of Jesus. But for God, I stand and for God, I'll die. Hallelujah. Bless the wonderful name of Jesus. Oh, my God. And Jehoshaphat just watched. Hallelujah. He didn't have to exert any energy. Hallelujah. Oh, my God and my Savior. Oh, my God. God gave him the jewels of the people that died. He even then blessed them with riches. Seek ye first the kingdom of heaven and his righteousness, and everything else will be added unto you. Oh, seek the Lord. Hallelujah. And he will provide. Oh, my God and my Savior. Oh, my God. Hallelujah. Oh, my God. Don't worry, people of God. Don't stress no more. Hallelujah. Worship your God. Hallelujah. And he will turn it around in the name of Jesus. He will sustain you. He will keep you. He will cover you. He'll take care of your children. Hallelujah. I never experienced worrying in such a way until my boys turned 18 and they had all the freedom in the world. Hallelujah. And I know how it is. A mother will worry so much more than a father. Hallelujah, because that was that baby connected on the inside. Hallelujah. And mothers were made to pamper. And mothers were made to nurture. But then God's been telling me, you're going to have to let the unbiblical go because you have no control anymore. But it's hard to accept what is not acceptable to me. Hallelujah. So what do I do now? I worship. I worship. Hallelujah. I worship the Lord. I give it over to him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I let it go. Hallelujah. I let it go because you know what? I can't do anything with it anyway. I had to place it in the master's hand. Hallelujah. So now I don't worry. Now I worship. And now I'm just watching God work. I know that I told a story in our women's gathering how TJ had went to a party and he didn't tell me this the night he got home. It was a couple of days later. He said, Ma, I didn't want to tell you this because I didn't want you to worry. He said, but no sooner than I got home, my friends called me. And he said, they told me that the party got jumped. My best friend's face got busted up. They damaged his car. All of this at a party. 
And I said, oh my God, I remember that night because when he left, I had an uneasy feeling. And I said, God, I said, keep my son. I said, and I always tell TJ, if you're in a place and it don't feel right, get out. Don't think it's a fear and you have to prop yourself up and pride says, stay here. No, you're not a chump if you leave. Because I do believe that although he's not walking in the ways of God, the spirit of the Lord, he still feels it. Hallelujah. He knows the voice of the Lord. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. And he said when he got home, he said all he could think of was, that was God. And I said, you see, son, I said, God is watching over you. I said, you could have been there and been jumped. I said, but the mercy of God. But what if I was in a place of worrying where I couldn't worship and I would have just been panicking? Perhaps that prayer would not have went forth and perhaps my son would not have made it home. But to God be the glory. When I worship, God was able to work. Hallelujah. Oh, glory be to God. He was able to work. And I said to him, I said, always be able to call on the name of the Lord no matter where you are. I said, because God loves you. You are his child. And I said, you got a mama that's praying for you all throughout the day, every day. And he said, mom, don't stop praying. I said, baby, you ain't got to worry about that. I said, because God showed me that you were going to preach the word of God. And I keep those promises in my heart. Hallelujah. And I'm not going to let them go. Hallelujah. So when thoughts rise up of worry and fear, I just kick into worship. And it gives me the peace of mind. And it guards my heart and my mind. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, and it lets me know that God is in control, and he will perfect those things that concern me, because he loves us, people of God. He loves us. I encourage you today to let God work. Don't hold God hostage. Don't choke the fear, the word of God in you because of fear. Let the word of God breathe through your bodies. Let the word of God work on your behalf. Let God be God in your life. Let God be God in your finances, in your marriage, with your health. God can't work because we're not letting him. I encourage you today, let God work. Worship in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah, everyone standing. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Come on, saints. Let's begin to worship God. Come on, begin to worship him. Come on, lift those hands and worship him. Come on, lift those hands and worship him. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Come on and lift up those hands and worship him. Lift up those hands and worship him. For the battle is not yours, it's the Lord. Lift up your hands. The battle belongs to the Lord. Lift up your hands and worship him. Come on, praise him in the beauty of his holiness. Begin to worship him. Begin to worship him. Glory be to God. Worship the Lord. Worship the Lord. Worship him, worship him, worship him in his presence. Worship him, worship him. Glory be to God. Worship him, worship him. 
Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Worship the Lord, all ye people. Worship the Lord, all ye people. Worship him, worship him. He's working it out as you worship him. He's blessing you as you worship him. He's healing your body as you worship him. He's opening doors as you worship him. Hallelujah. He's turning things around as you worship him. As you worship him. As you worship him. Hallelujah. 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 Glory be to God. As you worship him, he's turning your fear into faith. As you worship him. Hallelujah. He's extending his goodness to you. Begin to worship him. Begin to worship him. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Worship the Lord, worship the Lord, worship the Lord, worship the Lord. Glory be to God. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Worship him. Glorify him. Honor him. Worship him. Worship him. Worship him. Worship him. Glorify him. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah. We bless you, O Lord. We bless you, O Lord. We give you glory. We give you honor. We give you praise. We give you praise. We give you praise. We give you praise, praise, O Lord. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Lift up your heads, O ye gates. Be ye lifted up, ye everlasting doors, and the King of glory shall come in. Who is this King of glory? The Lord God strong and mighty. Who is this King of glory? The Lord God mighty in battle. Lift up your heads, O ye gates. Be ye lifted up, ye everlasting doors, and the King of glory shall come in. Who is this King of glory? The Lord God strong and mighty. He is the King of glory. Glorify him. Glorify him, all ye people. Glorify the name of the Lord. Bless him, bless him, bless him. Bless him. Worship him. Worship him. Worship him. For he is worthy. Worship him. Honor him. Hallelujah. 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 Glory be to God. Glory be to God. Thank God for his word. He sent his word and healed them and delivered them from all their destructions. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. There's healing in his presence. There's joy in his presence. There's peace in his presence. There's love in his presence. Hallelujah. 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 He's all that you need. He's all that you need. He's all that you need. Hallelujah. He has all that you need in his presence. He has all that you need 
in his presence. Hallelujah, hallelujah. 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 Whenever you feel overcome with fear, and fear will come, just begin to worship the Lord. As the word came forth this morning, if you're going to worship, then don't worry. And if you're going to worship, you can't. If you're going to worry, you can't worship. Hallelujah. The minute we start worrying, we keep worship away. But when we stop worrying and start worshiping, that's when the presence of the Lord comes into the place. It comes into the situation where we are and it begins to correct things as God would have them. Come on and give God a hand praise. Come on and give God a hand praise. Amen, amen, amen. Amen, amen. Amen. Amen, amen. Amen, amen. How many, how many realize how overwhelming fear can be? Amen. Fear can be overwhelming. Amen. But from the minute you feel it, just know that once you start having faith in God, once you start believing God, God starts working on your behalf. And just as he did for Jehoshaphat, he will do for you and I. Because that is what our God wants to do. He wants to deliver his people. Amen? Amen. We thank God for the word. Amen. We thank God for the word. Amen. 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 Bless the wonderful name of the Lord. Amen. Amen. We thank God for his woman servant. Amen. Coming forth to give a word from the Lord. Amen. Blessing our hearts, opening our hearts up to receive the things that God has to say to us. Amen. And let us take earnest heed to the things that we have heard, lest at any time, amen, they should slip. Amen. Let's allow that word to sink into our hearts and motivate us to worship the Lord. Amen. Come on, lift up your hands with me as we dismiss. Amen. As we dismiss in the presence of the Lord. Father, we thank you. Lord, we bless you. God, we honor you for what you're doing right now. Father, we thank you for your woman servant. We thank you for the word that you brought forth through her, oh God. Lord, encouraging us, no matter what the situation may be, that we worship, oh God. Lord, knowing that a lot of times some of the things that's coming against us is much greater than we are. But Lord, as we begin to look at our great God, you begin to work things out on our behalf. Lord, we're looking to you today because there's nothing we can do. We stand before you with our little ones, with our wives, with our children, God, with everything that we have. Lord, and we place it in your hand. We place it in your care. And God, we declare that we are not going to worry about it. We're giving it to you. And we're going to worship. And we give you the glory. Now, Lord, as we leave this place, but not your presence, take us to our destination separate.
um, safely, Lord. Bless us and keep us from all hurt, harm, and danger. Protect us from the hands of the enemy, we pray. In Jesus' name, all God's people say amen, 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 amen. and amen. God bless you.